Hi and welcome to the Search and Grow podcast with me, your host, Tony Navarro. This is a place for anyone who wants to learn SEO and a podcast with a mission to make search engine marketing accessible, easy to understand and fun for anyone. I hope you enjoy as much as we do. Hi, uh, hello everyone. Uh, hope you well. Welcome back to the Search and Grow podcast here today uh, with uh, episode uh, number uh, 13 with a new guest uh, all the way from from Barcelona. Hello, uh, Natalia. How are you? Hi, I'm very well. Thank you for picking me for the lucky 13th episode. <laughs> it's, it's totally my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure yeah, uh, uh, to have you today. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope we're, we're gonna have a good chat and you enjoy this this experience uh, in the podcast as as well as we obviously uh, I enjoy every every single episode. And uh, I, I wanted to thank obviously uh, everyone for jo joining or watching or listening, whether you're watching or listening the the podcast. And uh, uh, to the sponsor uh, SE Ranking for uh, sponsoring the podcast and uh, making it happen. And uh, yeah, I wanted to make a quick intro. Uh, Natalia, Natalia, uh, for those who don't know Natalia, Natalia Wisic, uh, is a season international SEO consultant and the CEO of uh, Mosquita Di Digital. Uh, and it's a digital, well, it's a run, run a digital marketing consultancy, uh, helping businesses with their online presence internationally as well. Uh, she's also prof a professor and, uh, and also a speaker at different events like Brighton SEO, which is where we, where we met. A uh, few months back, <laughs> for those who know her, she's uh, very sociable. So, <laughs> and 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 when I met, uh, she it was easy to uh, you know to connect with her, and uh, that to be honest is is it's always a pleasure to meet meet you in person. And then she's got nine, more than nine years experience as an international CEO, which is what we're going to talk about today: international CEO, which is a very wide topic, but it's also very important, especially for businesses that trade uh, in different countries. So yeah, welcome. And uh, yeah, let's, how, how you feel today? You feel good? Yeah, I feel good. I feel still a bit festive, you know, still too full of all the food I've been eating, but also happy to kind of talk about international SEO because as you say, it's it's wide topic, but also very unknown in some ways. So I feel like there's always something to, to explain and add context to internationally. So should be a good episode. Yeah, definitely. There's a lo lot to learn. I mean, I, even, even for me, and I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So let's get started. Uh, uh, let's tell us, tell a little bit uh, us about your story and how did you get into um, SEO? It's a very good question. Um, so I started in SEO in the UK, uh, which was a great advantage, advantage, I feel, because now I see how UK ways of doing SEO nine years ago when I was starting is now very relevant in everywhere. I mean, it's, it's, it's now the way to do it. And I still repeat the same process, but essentially what I did, I moved to the UK with my then, then boyfriend, now his boyfriend who was just moving there. And I kind of jumped the ship straight after uni. And I was looking for any marketing professional job. I just felt like marketing is something of, of interest mm -hmm. for me. And I was lucky enough to basically land the job that needed someone who will translate the website to Polish then work mm -hmm. on the copy, then do some social media, then email marketing, and then SEO. So when I was joining the interview, I didn't even know what SEO was really. 
and then <laughs> I, I got the job. Yeah. That's that started <laughs> the industry. Wow! <laughs> and from then on, well, it's, it's just just easier and easier because once you're in, I feel like you're in. So then you can just keep progressing in the career. That's very that's very uh, you know like uh, fun fun uh, well, situation like uh, you you just bump into SEO like most of us right <laughs> like oh all of a sudden oh what is that <laughs> you, did you like, did you put, yeah like in the UK put, nine years ago it was like there, there was such a growing market I feel like anyone hmm. who wanted to do something digital they could start in SEO then it was such a good blooming market that basically yeah I, I was lucky like that wow. Yeah, wow, wow, that's that's interesting. So interesting, like, oh yeah, <laughs> let's 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 get into see about then. Then once you're there, obviously, it's about putting the the work and and learning the the way we all learn, like like <laughs> getting the work and testing things and and the day to day, right? That's great. And all that's the wickedness that you have accumulated in your life comes out in those moments because you, all the weird hobbies you might have had and read about things that maybe you get you land a client that is from that niche. And in my case, as a 14-year-old, I learned how to make a very simple uh, website in HTML. And then it turns out that knowing HTML suddenly is this benefit in my in my new career. Wow. So, you know, all those bits that you accumulate in your life, I think mm -hmm. in SEO, they come handy, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah, you, you never know. Obviously, uh, you never know when, when you're going to use the, the knowledge that you've been learning since since teenager. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Embrace the geek and that will always be helpful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's great. That's great advice. Uh, very great advice, <laughs> to be honest. So uh today, obviously today we're gonna cover international SEO and uh uh but why why international SEO uh, is important for businesses. So I think with the world becoming more global and more expanding and also how capitalism works and how scaling is easier than opening a business from, from scratch. I feel like every business can be international and should be international. And there is more issues than we'd expect. So it doesn't just work on its own. So even if you really have an international company, you still need that international SEO layer to make it work yeah. on, that, on that landscape. And I feel like companies don't invest in the international aspect of it enough. Or if they do, it's just an extra budget and not the global overview. And and soon those who invest properly and, and do the good job will really stand out. So I feel like it's also the opportunity to to do international SEO properly. Yeah, it, it, and it doesn't matter if, like you say, if it's a massive, massive company like operating or it's just a smaller company having the opportunity to expand to other countries with the, you know, with with different techniques and, and creating different and and uh, and it's it's not just about like <laughs> just duplicating in different languages and waiting there and see what happens <laughs> and see and see if the traffic comes and the sales come on on their own. So it's a bit more the more to it, isn't it? It's a bit mm -hmm. more 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 work to it. So and what what would you say were the, the some key elements of uh, an SEO, SEO international SEO strategy? Mm. I think there is one aspect, and just last week I had someone contact me to audit the website, and that was the issue. At the international versions of the site were not accessible to Googlebot. And you'd think it's the most basic thing, but if you've never worked in international SEO, you don't even think that could be an issue. So deep, mm -hmm. these people did SEO, but they didn't realize why the international versions of the site are not getting indexed. And it's just because wow. Google couldn't call them. So I would say the technical basics, as you know them, in the international context, key 
all the time. And, and, you know, this company is doing well overall. It's just that one aspect of language selector that wasn't properly coded. Mm -hmm. That didn't link to hreflinks. It was simply dynamic selector um, that stopped them from getting any impact from the optimization system on page because mm -hmm. it was just not there. So I would always say that the, for me, most of international SEO work is actually technical international SEO. Mm -hmm. There's very specific technical aspects that you have to really know and have in mind. So I would say that that's that's the one bit. And then obviously, I will not be an international SEO if I don't mention hreflang. I have to say <laughs> that word. It's, it's the keyword of this episode, basically. And yes. and in those cases, hreflang, if it was if it had been implemented, it would have solved that issue with the language selector because Google would have known about the other yeah. versions in other languages, but they didn't have either. So so yeah. I would say the two pillars is basic technical setup and then hreflang. And then we can dwell on many more tactics and, and specifics that you should be working on depending on your industry, markets, and so on. Yeah, the te technical aspects, uh, you say, obviously, the, the, the massive, massive importance in a way that they obviously, uh, like you say, if you're not able to index a page <laughs> in, different, in different languages, country. Is not you're not gonna get there any anyway. I mean that's that's uh, the basics you need, you need to get right, yeah. and the the obviously the the uh, it's it's ref, ref lang, uh, uh, tags cor correctly implemented and everything, which uh, uh, in a way obviously you are, you have been working in the international SEO for many years and right now, uh, what are the biggest mistakes companies make? Uh, with international SEO, you just mentioned one, but what are the the other mistakes that you see, like they could be making, and it's like, oh my god, you should I, I definitely avoid avoid this. So I feel like there's two groups of companies and websites that are international. One, they go full in and they work on every detail and then translate everything and they make everything almost perfect, and the yeah. other one that does it very lazy way. And I don't say the first one is wrong. If you have the resources and the money, do it the first way and do everything spotless and make proper approach towards every website. But I feel like if you just put a bit more effort into translation and making it a bit more scalable, or maybe you don't have to translate the entire website to all the markets, you maybe will get away with one landing page to start with. <laughs> and then you work on it a bit and you don't, don't leave it the automated way. You actually oversee it a bit. You could gain so much more. So I understand that companies are limited sometimes and they don't have all the resources in the world for international SEO. So if they don't put that bit of effort and it will make a massive difference. So I feel like you don't have to focus on 99% of aspects that will improve your website. Mm -hmm. you, you, you approach the top 80% and they will make all the impact you need to actually get resources later because you're going to make that money that you need to invest it back. So I would say maybe don't always, over, it's a bit of a, of a mixed one because obviously I prefer the companies that will and, and have invested. Mm -hmm. But if, if you can't, don't overthink yeah. them too much. Just go for the top result approach, scalable later and mm -hmm. start with, you know, setting up the first presence. And that can already, already make a good difference, especially if you're a brand that already provides the service in that market or if you're a SaaS mm -hmm. that doesn't have borders. Just go that one step and see how well it's going to work for you. And then maybe you have the answer for yourself that it's worth investing in. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, rather, obviously, I like your uh, your focus the, the, to say, obviously, you prioritizing prioritizing more the tasks that are going to generate more impact 
rather than you know trying to focus on everything at the same time when obviously most companies don't have the resources to kind of implement everything and do everything at the same time so it makes more sense to kind of prioritize and say okay we're going to prioritize this country and i like when you mentioned about landing page because you can create uh, a landing page for a particular country and then and then you know make that rank and generate some business from that and then from that try to scale to different and then and then rather than having to like you say 20 20 different languages 2000 pages with no yeah. no, no strategy and no nothing nothing to it exactly so instead of making noise it's better to make something streamlined and actually with with strategy behind it exactly that's very that's being an advice being an advice <laughs> actually yeah like I guess, I guess, obviously, the mistake that people make is like trying to do much and not getting much done. And, and, and they not, think not... they have to do it all, and then they don't do anything because they're overwhelmed. Which is like yeah, exactly, and not 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 getting done the the things that are actually going to bring the business, which is actually what what SEOs come come into a into into the you know the the game and the to uh, to help and decide okay now we need to focus on this and that because this is what's going to move the needle no other things so brilliant brilliant so uh, international SEO is more important <laughs> every time right especially if, for bigger organizations definitely so we we already been discussing about strategies and tactics and things of, um, along this this discussion um, but then if there's any strategies or something that you would recommend uh, or any best practices uh, international SEO something that you would uh, uh, recommend in particular so I would definitely say <clears throat> first thing you have to do when you decide to go international is understand what is your strategy and I don't mean domain strategy because I think it's secondary but rather the approach towards your user and user and I think many companies think they have to make country versions. So UK mm -hmm. English, US English, Ireland English. And I feel like in most cases, maybe 90% of cases I've worked with, one language version for all the English speaking countries, one Spanish is easier to do and it's easier to manage and it's easier to rank. Because mm -hmm. if you really go country way, you split your efforts into so many subfolders or domains, whatever you choose, that doesn't matter in this sense that it's just better to unify where you can, and then it's so much easier to approach it. And yeah, it depends on the business case. There will be businesses that have got physical offices set up in the countries. Mm -hmm. They need to separate their operations on the website as well, or the pricing is different. But that's very few cases. And I think in most of the cases, honestly, go for the simpler path and mm -hmm. start off with, with language. And if in the future, in five years, you, do, you open that extra office in the US instead of UK, then you can still migrate, but don't make it harder for yourself because you're too ambitious. So I feel like, yeah, start simple. And then mm, honestly, I feel like some people think international SEO is just the translation bit, but you have to treat every single website version as a new project, new SEO project. So you sit down separately to the search console and you analyze it as if it was your client. You don't just overview the whole domain, you overview the actual language language mm -hmm. because the cases in SEO are so different and you're against towards two completely different competitors and they're doing different jobs in different markets as well because they don't all invest the same amount so I would say yeah start simple and then go deep within what you've started and put all that effort in every single not every single market even the ones that are your priority just sit down and treat them as one and then you'll see that there's so much to do per each market that doesn't have to do with the other ones 
Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a, yeah. That's very great advice. I mean, in a way, uh, people get overwhelmed. Oh, when it, like about oh, translate to different versions of different, and then it's what you say, simplify thing, and then you know treat every single website of different countries, different language, well, different languages in this case, uh, separately. Like I say, I, I yeah, mean, one thing they can. Go yeah, I don't want to rant here like on, on the clients who say like, oh, you you never invest enough in the international SEO. But it's true. If, if clients assume you just add a little bit extra to SEO you do to make it international, mm -hmm. that's not a successful approach because there is no way just a bit of extra will make all those markets work better, right? So I feel mm -hmm. like if you change your concept and you're like international SEO is the priority and we want to make all the markets perform best they can. <laughs> that kind of already shifts that perspective on how much SEO can achieve. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I guess that's I mean, from what they should be until uh, till what the things that are actually happening is is where we need to kind of <laughs> uh, convince them and persuade them and try to convince them. Oh, this is if you do this, you're gonna get to this point. Or if you implement that, <laughs> that's the, our, the your day day to day uh, fight, right? <laughs> With the with the with the clients, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, luckily, because I really position myself as international SEO consultant, mm. I usually already get the leads and then the clients who know what mm. international SEO is and why they need it. So yeah. at least this way, it's easier. But if I'm telling this to the audience that's listening to us, and they are all sorts of SEO specialists from different backgrounds, mm. I absolutely get it's not your decision making. But then also. There's the minimum investment that actually makes sense. If you just add a little bit, it's it's just not yeah. enough sometimes. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it needs to be make sense for a company. I mean, like for the for those who listening, I mean, it's like you need to be a company that you know exactly it makes sense to invest and have a, a resources allocated to invest in SEO, whether it's content, whether it's technical, like you say, technical is not just a, a couple of tasks uh, you implement one day and then everything is just oh. We're getting a wish machine, right? <laughs> because people think it's like, oh, I change a couple of things here, robots, and then this and that, and then everything. I mean, yeah. sometimes, but then it's more, more, much more to it, uh, technical. Uh, that's what we need. Obviously, companies need uh, someone with a very, with a very technical, uh, you know, background that they can know, know exactly what they're doing. Because if not, you can really mess up, <laughs> like you say before. Companies mess up without they, they don't, they don't even realize about yeah. it. And uh, the content, what what are your thoughts in terms of obviously you mentioned before, technical technical the different areas, technical links, uh, content. I think technical will have be more more uh, more uh, importance in a way for international SEO. Yeah, you, you, you probably could say that given the code that is translated correctly and and no one has looked at technical. Typically, that's the one piece that is missing because no one mm -hmm. had that international technical context before. And I would say also, it really depends on the setup. So I'm an external consultant. So in my case, I join a company that already has some sort of team that takes care of a website or several, several teams. And I have worked in the setup where I wouldn't sp be speaking all the languages that they are trying to optimize for, but I would be in touch mm -hmm. with the team that is responsible for that market. And I would guide them through the optimization process and content creation process, mm -hmm. maybe content ideas, so me using my tools and my SEO process, I could mm -hmm. feed them with enough SEO background for them to take it and then develop it into actual optimization process. Mm -hmm. And that typically works really well because first the 
marketing team or, or website team, whatever it is, they start to feel responsible for SEO. And then internationally, there's really the natives who know the business and their product the best working on the end final optimization. And then I would be there to oversee the technical because typically there's no one who has the international technical mm. knowledge and strategy to put it in some way. So yeah, so definitely technical could be the trickiest one, the hardest to solve if you don't have anyone with him who knows about it. But then it's perfect when you have people who actually do and implement the on-page stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you kind of need that. I mean, when when you're working with uh, understand when you're working with certain type of businesses with the team, marketing team, uh, uh, different. I mean, uh, international company, obviously. Then you're working with them. You are you kind of you like you say you consult them. You uh, you uh, you you uh, support them and then you guide them. That's that's great because obviously content you don't have to create the content yourself. They will create the content technical. They could implement, but you you you. Kind of check the work to make sure that is uh, that is implemented in a in a in the right way, and uh, yeah, for links, I assume in the links depending on the the business, they they can add quite links naturally. Others they have to pay for it, but that's all the story, right? <laughs> that's every project is different. Right? That's another. <laughs> That's another episode fully completely, yeah, right? A, another episode for uh, the future, you know, stay tuned. There will be more episodes on <laughs> link building for uh, for international SEO. Yeah, that, that will be a completely different one. <laughs> so the next one question is uh, when they obviously with the arrival, well, the arrival, uh, AI has been, <laughs> it's not just arrived, it's been out there, it's been out there for, for a while. Uh, how you you believe obviously how Google Search is evolving and it's going to change with the generative experience uh, that is going to change at some point. Uh, how do you see the future for international SEO? Yeah, it's actually a great question. I just I just had this debate with someone a few days ago. I feel like we really don't know what SGE is going to look like in the European Union, and I, my prediction is it's not going to be the same what we see now in the US. I even believe they might put a different version of it that is simplified and more controlled to adhere with, with the local law because the EU is going to be on their back quite a lot. So my sensation is that we might see a situation when, when SERPs become really different from country mm -hmm. to country and market to market. And who's going to keep track of that and understand why this CTR is like this in, in other places like that? Mm -hmm if not an international SEO specialist who actually That's understands right. those differences. So I feel like there's a new opportunity for the international. Mm -hmm. And also um, on, on a large scale, uh, just, um, I mean, I feel like law was already kind of part of SEO when the cookie uh, topics mm -hmm. started to show up. I feel like more and more the SEO will be one to englobe all that digital landscape knowledge. And then mm -hmm. internationally, it's like this extra context. So I, I feel like there will be a lot of unknown for the customers and they will need someone who's going to locate them a bit on where they are, what they need, what the yeah. data means and, you know, what the ranking data means now and how to interpret it from country to country and market to market. I like, I like your, the, the, the thinking, your thinking in a way, obviously, uh, most people would say, oh, with AI, 
some people are going to lose the jobs and it's going to replace us whatever we're going to do our tasks which can be helpful for us to do things certain things and to uh, to help with our day-to-day -day job and work which is which is is what we're trying to do and use but then like you say it makes sense that if it's going to change as much uh, the new obviously is a uh, generative experience and then how they, they they're going to show the results in different countries you're going to need someone to be monitoring checking what's the new trends and you any uh, features, the new things, what you need to optimize for. So you're going to need more, even more <laughs> international SEO consultants. So, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like that positive thinking. And uh, I don't like when people say, oh, it's going to take our jobs and it's going to be because it's not. Act I don't think it's true, really. I don't think if you are bad at your, bad at your job, it might replace your job. <laughs> but if you are good at your job, I don't think so. And I also think it's such a good question. What timeline are we talking about? Are we talking year, five years, 10 years? Because mm -hmm. I look at my clients' websites and I'm like, get day traveling right for the first time, please, once. I don't <laughs> see AI just overtaking like that. There still are so many steps before. And you know, yeah. if, you, if you follow international SEO, it's been explained so well by so many speakers. Like Aleida Solis speaks about it a lot, or used to, because mm -hmm. you know she doesn't want to speak about the same thing again. And Dan Taylor did a talk not long ago in another conference. And it's like people still have questions about it, but it's mm -hmm. been explained. The Google documentation is perfect. So I really feel like my job isn't going anywhere for at least 10 years because whatever comes next, the basics have to be done still. Well, I'm glad, glad to hear that because obviously uh, <laughs> as consultant, I mean, I think obviously you international, I mean, uh, when, when do we do SEO, I think it's, we, it's not going anywhere. So I think people are going to need more answers to certain questions and support in certain areas so it's not going to go anywhere <laughs> so hopefully for uh, for us so <laughs> that's good that's good good news for at least 10 years so no no yeah, but, at least 10 years no, that's what i'm giving because we don't <laughs> we don't really know what's going to happen that's that's for sure we don't know what's going to happen in 10 years 10 years time so and this is a, obviously a wide question as well but in terms of like tools, what are the main tools that you use uh, in, for international SEO, if there's any tool in particular? Well, so international SEO really depends on the same set of tools, but I think you just give them another use and better, better meaning. My yeah. number one tool is Search Console. There's no better source of information. And my, my basically automatic pilot when I open a new project is setting up separate folder version or mm -hmm. domain for every every language version. So then within minutes, I filter and see if they show up in the country they should or not, and what are the countries that they're showing in. And you know, for me, that's that's the base. I use Search Console more than analytics at the moment. So so yeah, that's for me, that's the number one. Then I'm old school, so I'm screaming for a person. I know there's amazing uh, crawling things like, you know, Lumar, for example, or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's there's millions of those new bots that do it from, from TAS. But I'm kind of old school. I prefer Screaming Frog, so yeah, I'm I'm there. <laughs> and for content, and actually, what I mentioned before with like informing the strategy for international content, I really like also asked, and uh, mm -hmm. just because it works in so many markets and, and languages, and mm -hmm. just taking a few good questions from there and making a bit of a content, um, you know, plan for for a client, mm -hmm. it gives them a really good guideline. So what the users really want to know, or what is the Google suggestions that people want to know. And I feel mm -hmm. like this is, yeah, this is kind of, because it's got so many languages it's representing. I don't know if it's 20 or 30 languages, like a huge number. Um, you can really work in most of the markets that you will ever need to. So yeah, that, that one I can recommend. 
those are really great great tools to be honest i mean i'm obviously google search console <laughs> and it's, it's the the one that i need to use every every single day and uh they they, they always improving things right adding new features and things to it well or removing features <laughs> but then you know but then always always making it i think is the one that yeah. we yeah the, the most powerful one and it's free right when you get you surprised when some see some people and never used it before but i mean obviously no no SEOs, but I mean, like people or website owners, they're like, oh, I don't even know about it. <laughs> it's like, what? How, how do you don't know about it? Google, yeah. obviously, and, analytics, people know about it, but then I guess it's nowadays it's been more, <laughs> we're trying to get used to it. <laughs> like, yeah, for I feel like it's so empowering when you start to get the access and you get in and you dive in, you, st you change, hmm. you shift your, your, your understanding of your own website completely. And Definitely. I also tell people that they cannot break anything. They cannot break turn anything off i mean they really have to know what they're doing they really have to get into this about tool and put something there which i don't think anyone by accident does so <laughs> i tell them click through um check every report and try to click on it you'll hmm. see there's more and more and more and that kind of opens up a lot of a lot of new, new approaches towards towards your website yeah it's a great recommendation and that applies to a kind of you know any any seo international or any any seo work in a way it's brilliant the other tools i mean screen frog and also as they, they're brilliant as well i mean they're great tools absolutely great tools so uh i think this one is more about your day-to-day -day work and not only seo but then for project management or or, or other other tools so what are the tools the tools or tools that you couldn't live, couldn't live without, like in a day-to-day -day work, apart from so, apart from Search Console, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that is yeah more management of of tools and more management of, of anything. So I, I recently became more keen on Asana. I've tested mm -hmm. a few of project management tools, and this one seemed to be the most adjustable to what I need, and it's mm -hmm. free, which is a huge benefit for small projects like mine. I you know I, I work with myself or freelancers who use their own management tools. So, so it's easier this way. Uh, for, for invoicing, I use Zoho, which is also free <laughs> and it's a really neat system that manages many things for you. And I just <laughs> love the dashboards because I can really see what's happening, who pays, who, who owes me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the freelancing life, you know. Very important, life. by the way. I know that feeling, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and to be honest, in this 2024, I want to expand and buy more, more, more subscriptions to expand on my tool use because mm -hmm. I feel like it's about time to get more professional with some things. So yeah, so maybe soon I I'll think, have more recommendations. Yeah, I think like I try different ones. Asana, for example, is, is more common to use when you you work with different freelancers or other agencies. They kind of tend to use it, but the people are moving to other tools as well. Like what's it called? Uh, we got ClickUp or other, what's it called? The other one. They're similar. Uh, I, can't, yeah, I, I can't know remember. there's people using Notion recently. That's Notion. Notion. That's that's it. Notion. Yeah, I hear a lot about Notion these days. I've not tested it yet, but I know quite a few enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at. I mean, I'm also thinking about it. But I mean, you have to kind of migrate all the projects of them. And yeah. If it's easy to migrate, I will probably look into it next year. So. To, to improve, I mean, it's a, as a freelancer, so when you work for yourself, you need to constantly look in at uh, ways or tools that you can use to improve your work or make it more easy, much yeah. easier, in a way. And I have one to add, which I think is crucial for international SEO. Uh, you have to have a good VPN. No, no VPN, <laughs> you are not really doing international SEO. And some people think that they can try to over, go over it, 
maybe pick another language within the Google settings or something like that, the results will still be unique to that country by your IP address. So yeah, VPN is worth it. And honestly, some VPNs cost us a little less. Can you explain? In, can you explain what what about to those who don't know? Because we know what's a VPN, but maybe someone uh, for for what do you use it for? I mean, I know myself, but just for the people that they might not know it. Yeah. Not. So VPN is bas basically this uh, software you install or this this setting you have on your, on your computer hmm. that connects you for a third computer before you connect you to the internet. So you pick a location from a list. Uh, if you pay for a good subscription, you have even cities from different countries. Mm -hmm. If you have a free service, they will randomly assign you to a different country and you spoof yourself, like if you were actually there. So VPN yeah. is really common, uh, for example, in China, because the internet is really restricted there. So VPN is the way to access Facebook, for example. And in some other places, people just do it for privacy reasons. They want to make sure that no one's tracking them. So they just use a VPN to to make sure that everything is completely completely secure, and it's SEO really to spoof Google basically. SEO, yeah. SEO to access to, from different locations. Yeah. Or no, if you have holidays and you want to access your Netflix or HBO, and it tells you it's not available in this country, you use your VPN and you can access you it because you're all home. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 very 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 useful, very useful, yeah, definitely, <laughs> very useful, uh, very useful uh, tool or. So yeah, we we approach it. I mean, um, this is uh, obviously uh, uh, gone very quick. I mean, we're approaching to the end of the of the of this uh, podcast uh, of this session. But then uh, I always ask a couple of questions more. You know, for example, where where and how do you recommend people learn SEO? If you recommend. Yeah, so I used to say Twitter because I used to spend a lot of time on Twitter following really mm. good SEOs. But it's gone to shambles. I mean, it's not the place to be anymore. So I can't recommend mm -hmm. it with my open heart. I feel like LinkedIn might become that, but it's still too full of success stories that are questionable sometimes. And mm -hmm. there's too little of insight and, and background on things. So yeah, so maybe maybe my recommendation will be, I feel like debating things uh, with, with other SEOs is the best way. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know it also takes courage to work up to get to that point when you just approach a famous SEO and you just shoot a question or opinion on them. But yeah. they really, I mean, from my experience, those who like are known and speak public, they love to debate and also see mm. how other people see things or what are the doubts. So they might understand what people don't understand fully to make maybe next talk about it or something like that. So it's never bad to ask questions, even if they seem stupid or simple. And I would say just finding the right events when, when there's space for that. Because maybe Brighton SEO can be overwhelming. There's so many SEOs. And then John Muller is there, you know, and he, he obviously is approached by every single person. So maybe it's not the best place yeah. to approach him again. But there's smaller events and meetups. And I feel it's worth going and just sh shouting out the question for opinion for 2024 or AI or something and see hmm. what is the what is the feedback. Because there will always will be people who inspire you in some way. And then you go home and you Google that one article they mentioned and you know you start your learning journey from from a specific point. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, uh, Twitter, obviously, no, no. I mean, it's, you can find great people. Still find people like sharing good content, but it's, it's flooded with like you know like people selling stuff and you know like courses and whatever. Uh, but then like the 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 talking to people, I think sometimes people might feel like. Uh, uh, shy or scared of asking something the wrong thing and then you know 
uh, but I think it's is the way to put yourself and say, okay, oh, quest, questioning or, or asking, or I think is the, the best way to uh, because there is not only one way to do things. So I think it's important that they ask and connect with people and the events. I mean, uh, I wish I could go more, but the idea is to go more and more. Uh, whether you speak or whether you just attend and connect with people and chat to people. I mean, I think it's, it's a great uh, opportunity because uh, see communities out there. I think people, people, uh, uh, women, uh, SEO, women, uh, uh, women, and uh, uh, all of those communities, I think, are great. I think uh, then people are running like newsletters that are great, you know, uh, SEO, FOMO, uh, LA, what you can learn from that, but then also communities, communities yeah, that you can and go now the, the SEO FOMO forum, which Aleda just launched a couple of weeks ago, SEO where you can go forum. and ask questions. So ask if you don't questions. want to do it in person, you can. You can, ask a, a, you can put another name and uh, anonymously. I don't know if you can be anonymously, but some people might feel random to ask questions, but I think it's the best. I think that's the great advice to say, just ask a question and you get different re different responses and then make you think, and well, what if you're doing it the right thing or make, make, will make you think about, about that rather than... And ask <laughs> questions or ask for opinion. I feel like SEOs love to have opinions. So if you just say, <laughs> what do you think about? You don't have to then, sell your own approach and you will get hmm. people very, very keen on telling many, you what they many. think. <laughs> That's, it's a community, I agree, it's a community that people might think that there will be some people like criticizing, but there's so many, so many people helping and sharing and uh, supportive and it feels like a community. So so I think that's, I would, would recommend people to join those communities and uh, yeah, take part on that and events and, and chat to people. That's the best way, to be honest. And you get to know people like, <laughs> like Natalia, you know, <laughs> if you get yeah. to see her. Yeah, and for so anyone she's... who's listening, I'm, I'm one of the most extroverted SEOs I know. If you see me in an event and you don't know anyone, approach me, say you listened to me on that <laughs> podcast and I'll make sure I introduce you to people and, you know, you will love me. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's great. Honestly, uh, some people feel like anxious about going events and things like that in person. So it's always good to know someone can introduce you and, and then, yeah, introduce you to someone else and then you get to, to know the people and... And that's what I think is, is important for for everyone, to be fair. We know, we know at the end of the day, we're humans. <laughs> we're not machines, are we? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet, not yet. AI, right? <laughs> we know AI. <laughs> so exactly. uh, I know you mentioned uh, people already uh, uh, that are good in SEO. I mean, SEO said that obviously LA that is really well, uh, you know, uh, known and uh uh, what if you could name maybe three three people that inspire you in a way uh, that SEO or in a uh, business or inspire you in your life? Yeah, it's a very good question. Um, so I I kind of think that the biggest impact in my SEO career was by Rand Fishkin. I'm a huge mm -hmm. fan, and when I was starting in SEO and I didn't have any experience in anything and I was trying to learn, that was obviously the whiteboard Fridays. That was my place to go every <laughs> Friday. And, you know, now he's not as much as an SEO, but uh, uh, he does other marketing aspects. <laughs> but I really enjoy as well the fact that he co commentates on the on the political state of things related to digital and he's involved in a de wider debate. And I <laughs> think we should, I mean, I'm nowhere near his level, but I think we all should go and debate those social aspects of what we do and how it <laughs> impacts the society. Uh, and he really does that very well and he's very vocal and, and you know, right. 
opinionated about things the way I, I, I often mm -hmm. agree with. And then there is one, yeah, maybe one outside of SEO and one inside SEO. So I would say outside of SEO, there's this um, amazing lady, Ariana Huffington uh, of Huffington Post. And I've been watching her TED Talks and reading her, you know, reading her everywhere. And she talks a lot about sleep and how uh, America got obsessed with waking up for 5 a.m. meeting and breakfast and then squash and then whatever, while you should all rest and have the good distance from what you do to make good decisions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as, as also the era of working 24 seven has, has approached us, I think we're not ready for this and we shouldn't be. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, so that's one of the impacts in my SEO career. And maybe from a closer circle, circle of people I know closely and, and, but I'm inspired by them. Uh, Judith Lewis, I'm a huge fan of hers. The way mm -hmm. she works every day, she walks on and, and just explains every SEO aspect with so much humor and so much charisma. I really, really would like to become that level of speaker or close to that someday soon because, oh my God, she's, she's breathtaking. <laughs> There's just, I mean, I uh, never obviously ne ne never met her in person, but I've seen like some talks and obviously the content is so it's a really, really great content. And uh, when, and in terms of obviously the, the sleeping and resting, I think obviously the mentality, people moving towards like, oh, there's this uh, hustle mentality. I don't really believe on that because yeah. I think the, the more you enjoy your life, the more you sleep, I mean, the, the better I feel. So I don't think I would sleep less and then, I mean, hustle, I mean, hustle, we work hard because obviously we, we need to make, uh, you know, generate, uh, you know, and then we work for ourselves. But then I don't believe, I think the, the life is got to have a balance, you know, you need to have a good balance of life that you enjoy and work, right? Yeah, just the other day I've seen like a viral uh, screenshot of like a Twitter of this hustle guy. It was like, you're taking your holidays off. You're thinking about spending with your family. Oh, I've seen it. That's it. Maybe sleeping, whatever. And I was like, no, that's exactly what's going on. I've seen it. Right I've now. seen it. I've seen it. And while while you are doing all of this, uh, you are not, uh, fuck, you know, in, uh, generating this money. You know, doing this. You know, wasting this. And it's like, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. People are trapped in this thinking, and they generally think that. And then when you're on the other side and you have have rested and you adjust your schedule to what's doable for you. For example, I'm not a morning person. Mm. I never have 8 a.m. meetings. That changes your your productivity to such a different level. There's no, for me, there's no debate between the two, but I understand that also when you're stuck in the other way, you don't even know that there's another approach. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, 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 it's something uh, uh, they don't even, I don't think they don't even believe, they don't even believe themselves <laughs> what they say. <laughs> well, they're so exhausted. They don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> They don't even know what they say. They try to sell you a course, and then and then that's it. And one year down the line, they, they won't be in, they won't hear anything from them. So I, I know obviously you started. I mean, you've been your, your career in marketing and SEO, and then so if you were to choose another profession, what would you choose? What would you do? Yeah, that's that's a tricky one because. <laughs> First things that come to my mind are all like digital and marketing related, but I think it will be too, too sneaky to say, oh, I want to do PPC, you know? So I'm going to try <laughs> to maybe find something more creative. So maybe I would be really good as a cabin crew. Like I would mm -hmm. love to work for that top airline, maybe not Singapore Airlines because they are too, too top. I maybe like Emirates or Etihad and be like the person that kind of makes the experience, you know, happen. Mm -hmm. And there's, I feel like there's a lot of interaction. There is a lot of, 
you know, taking care of people, yeah, but at the same time, there's, there's rules and there's optimization of those rules and you have to follow them. And I like the mix of both, you know, I'm very much a people person, but also I like my process. So I think it would be a good place. <laughs> well, that's a good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. You need a balance between <laughs> sociable and then, and then process and methodology and, and things to follow. So, and then, uh, voila, we, we come to the, the end of the, the, this session. I mean, I had so much fun talking to you, Natalia. I mean, it's been a pleasure. I think, uh, uh, yeah, it's gone really quick. I mean, uh, I could be talking for another two hours. <laughs> so, yeah. And so we... the surface of international SEO. So, you know, it's like that. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And, and they, obviously, people can, can obviously, yeah, I would recommend 100% to, to re re reach out to you, connect with your LinkedIn. I will leave all the... Uh, links uh, on the description later for anyone who wants to connect with you check check uh, you know follow you on twitter or x uh, and then uh, uh yeah where, where can they follow where uh, where can people follow or find you uh, uh on internet so i think linkedin is my top channel right now i spent quite a bit of time there and please please connect with me there and i'm also trying blue sky i'm really really confident mm -hmm. that something other than Twitter has to emerge. And I believe for now that's the best option. <laughs> and if you don't have Blue Sky, but would like to have an invite, also ping me on LinkedIn, I will send you invite codes because quite, I have quite a few and I want people to wow. come to Blue Sky, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, will, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will share with people and I will try myself and I haven't tried yet. I mean, I heard of it, but no, never try Blue Sky. Blue Sky. <laughs> it's quiet. It's not Twitter days yet. It's not Twitter. But it is the closest thing I would say. So mm -hmm. if we have to give something a chance, I say for now, Blue Sky. Why not? Why not? It's, it's Looks a, like uh, I work for these people. I have nothing to do commercially. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I share, share your affiliate link. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's free, right? It's free, free for it's now. Free, free for now. <laughs> well, it's been, a, it's been a, an absolute pleasure. I and mean, I had a really good time. I, I want to thank you again for your time i know uh, you know it's uh, your uh, our last uh, this is the last episode of the this year and uh really well wish you a good end of the, the year new year's eve and uh, a great start and the best for 2024 which is around the corner i'm sure i'm sure it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good year and uh yeah Thanks, thank you so much, and uh, thank you everyone for obviously listening or watching this, uh, this podcast. And thanks again to sponsor C Ranking. And yeah, thank you so much. Take care, Natalia. Uh, muchas gracias. Eh? <laughs> Take care and uh, see, gracias, you, see you soon. You. Eh? Thank you thank for you having so me. Much. And yeah, all the best for 2024. Cheers, cheers. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Search and Grow podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and share it with anyone that can benefit and learn from it. See you next time.